You're listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Podcast, Beer League on the Bench, with your hosts, TJ Hollingsworth and Dave Dickerson. We are live. Welcome to the first ever taping broadcast of the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Hollingsworth, joined Hello. by my co-host over there, Dave the Dangler Dickerson. Dave, what's up, buddy? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon and good evening. All that good stuff. So what's going All on, man? It's uh, it, We're sitting out here. It's a, it, We're in central Indiana. It's a, a beautiful, I guess it'd be late summer afternoon. We'll go uh, with that. A little warm, and we're going to be talking ice hockey. What's yes. wrong with us? Uh, we, yes, we're, we're fans. I guess we're fans. <laughs> well, we're fans, and we're also players, hence the name Beer League Hockey Podcast. Uh, I'm assuming if somebody's listening to this, it's because they have some type of interest in Beer League Hockey. You stumble onto this. It's just the, the, the title caught you as something you might want to check out. Let's, let's tell everybody what Beer League Hockey is. So Beer League Hockey, uh, yeah, you, we get a little bit of competitiveness, um, but mostly it's all about fun. You know, you, you want to join with, with groups that you just have a good time with. You know, yeah, for us, it's about skating and having a good time. and Recreational league hockey. Rec, rec hockey. You know, not too competitive, although there's some guys want to take it that way, which is fine. You know, TJ. Uh, <laughs> no, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just all about having fun, you know, and at the age that we're at. Nobody's going to the NHL. Uh, there's no scouts in the stands, so it's just about, uh, just about a good time. It's about having a good time, get a little exercise, and maybe living out. Uh, kind of a, like a rock and roll fantasy camp only on ice, and you get yeah. to do it every week. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of a fantasy <laughs> camp. You know, that, for me, my favorite thing is the jerseys, the different kind of jerseys, uh, playing with your friends. You know, I'm, I'm a gear junkie, so I, yes, like, you are. I like that kind of stuff. 100%. Well, just to give you a little background, uh, I myself, I just turned 52 years old literally last week, and I have been playing hockey less than a year. Uh, I started uh, this whole hockey thing for me. Uh, started in February of 2015, or 2015, about 2018, 2019, gosh, I'll, I'll figure it out one of these days. I'm, get, I'm getting the overlapping things wrong. Man. March yeah. of 2000, or February 2019, when I started the first league, I actually met you just a few weeks before that mm-hmm. at a, a stick and puck, and we kind of struck up a friendship, and here we land. Um, you're back, how, Dave, how long you been playing? How old are you, and how long you been playing? So, uh, I'm right in the middle of the 40s. Um, Actually, early 42. So I, I haven't been I haven't been playing ice hockey for more than a year. I would say more than a year. Um, you know, I did play roller hockey for about three years in Chicago. We had a beach league, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. I mean, same same idea. It was a beer league. Um, you had some guys that had played. You had some guys that didn't know how to skate. Um, all on rollerblades, which made it all the better. Um, <laughs> yeah, our boards were padded. They were padded walls. Uh, but call. anyway, yeah, it was it was a good time. I, I got to know those walls pretty well. But um, so I've been on the ice for about a year, and same thing. I just I had a blast doing it. Uh, found out that there were sticking pucks, which I had no clue what that meant. Um, you know, just showing up and flinging a puck around. Got some pads, got some skates, and and away we went. Yeah, we met, and, and uh, yeah, I think you have the same drive and energy that that I do. I uh, just want to have a good time, get out there. Yeah, I mean, back in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe somebody will notice us. Uh, we'll go to the NHL or ECHL. But, you know, just just about having fun, flinging the puck around with your buddies. Yeah, the, the only thing we're going to go to with an HL at the end of it is when we buy a ticket. And I'm perfectly yeah. fine doing that. That's that's okay. So just just to clarify, you growing up as a kid, never played, never? Never played. I rollerbladed in the 90s because that was the thing to do. You know, I had my hip sack and my Vision Streetwear uh, T-shirt. <laughs> And, yeah, that was about it. I mean, we rollerbladed, and it, that's pretty much the extent of it. And then uh, I, I bought a stick and I played again. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, man, this is a lot of fun. I want to play. And that's 
kind of it. I mean, that's kind of it. And now right. the fact that we have the facilities here, we've got the people here. You know, you've got groups that are here that want to play, that guys like us, they just want to go out and have a good time. You know, that's that's it. Right. I my, I was a kid. I grew up uh, in the 1970s in, here in Indianapolis. Um, my dad was the original marketing director at Market Square Arena, which was the home of the Indianapolis Racers. So that was right. my first exposure to hockey. Right. Uh, my old man pulled me out of class to go see Wayne Gretzky's first professional hockey practice. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm trying to remember. I was either in second or third grade. I could I could do the math, but I'm not going to bore everybody with it right now. I don't have I don't have enough toes and fingers, but. <laughs> I didn't know what I was watching. Just everybody knew, hey, this is something pretty special. You should watch it. And, of course, kind of became a fan because we got to go to a lot of games. Uh, and when your old man works there, obviously you spend a lot of time when it's a sporting arena. And my the thing always bummed me out is none of the kids I was growing up with gave two rips about hockey. It was all stick and ball, stick and ball. Mm-hmm. Here in Indiana, of course, a lot of basketball and that. And I wasn't very good at either and couldn't really care less. But hockey looked like something that would be fun. Now, uh I'm sure there's a lot of people out there whose parents have the same response that they ever say, hey, I want to play hockey. It's too expensive. And uh, I I don't know what stuff cost in the the 1970s, but needless to say, it didn't happen. Uh, It was kind of cool. I got a lot of uh, cool sticks and stuff from the arena that my dad would bring home. And so I had everything you needed to play hockey out in the street with the kids other than other kids that wanted to do it with me. You know, we, I think, tried four or five times. Nobody (laughs) could. They had no aptitude for it. Of course, they could absolutely care less. And playing street hockey with a uh, tennis ball doesn't usually lead to anything other than a lot of running after the ball. Rocks. Yeah, we, I think we played with rocks. Rocks and a, and a uh, stick-shaped actual stick. <laughs> stick that fallen out of a tree somewhere. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, folks, that's a little bit of a background on us. The whole idea behind this podcast was we wanted to be able to uh, – bring beer league out into the open and see if there's anybody out there like Dave, like you and I were, you know, what, what's it take to get started in hockey? Uh, I stumbled onto it, uh, at a, a Friendsgiving dinner. Uh, we found out that some, uh, some friends I know through my wife, uh, her husband's been playing for years. Uh, I kind of knew there was a new of adult hockey from years ago. Just, yeah, I think they do something. And that was really about it. Turns out Dennis has been playing for 20 some years mm-hmm. and my wife made the fatal mistake of going, you should do that. <laughs> Which, God bless her, she's, she's been so good about that and stuff in her life. But it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, now what? Now what? Exactly. That was a big now what. Uh, had I not known uh, Dennis, would never have got the uh, referral. And from that, did a little research. And we're going to share some of that stuff with you guys here on this uh, on this initial episode here. Uh, essentially, I guess we could title this how to get into uh, to beer league hockey. But uh, just literally stumbled into it. I went to Played Against Sports, bought a brand new pair of the absolute least expensive. I don't like to use the word cheap. Least, least expensive, expensive CCM Jet Speed skates available. They're 70 bucks. I thought, all right, before I dump a bunch of money into this, let's see if I can even skate. I was like, yeah, I rollerbladed in uh-huh. the late 80s, early 90s like everybody else did. You went high dollars. I did. I went $70. 70 bucks. I went in there looking, I'll buy some used skates. But I thought, well, these are brand new, and they'll fit my foot better. And Yeah, I, I think my my first skate, uh, so Wrigley Field, so I worked for the Cubs uh, for eight seasons, mm-hmm. just on a part-time basis. You know, I'm, I'm at the ballpark giving tours is the, is the biggest thing. Oh, how Sa- cool. Same thing. Uh, how cool. The, so we had the Winter Classic, and, and they had the ice, and they offered the employees, hey, you guys want to skate on the ice? Oh. oh. I was like, this. <laughs> I haven't heard this story. This is so cool. Though there's nothing. I'm like, there's a there's a sheet of ice right. on, on Wrigley Field. No I'm boards like, up or anything? Or the just... boards were there. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was pregame, so it was a, gotcha. about a day, two days before. And same thing. I went to Played Against Sports. There was just one down on, I think it was like Ashland and Addison. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had $40. $40 <laughs> brand new Supreme 105s. That's 105s or something that effect, $40. And the cool thing was when I went in, 
uh, Ryan Dempster uh, from the Cubs. He's one of the pitchers. Mm-hmm. He's I think is one of their scouts now. Right. Anyway, on, big buff on the radio. Uh, he was my favorite player, so it was kind of cool. He's got a weird, a weird delivery. Kind of shakes his glove. But anyway, he was in there, but. I think he bought probably 10 or 15 pairs for neighborhood kids that couldn't really afford skates. Oh, but, how cool. So I picked up one of those, and that's that's when I started. That same thing. I grabbed some pads, $40 pads, mm-hmm. I think $30 pads. Mm-hmm. The, the gloves were $20 used, the right. helmet. Kind of the same story, you know, just kind of. But you went high dollar, $70. I went high dollar, yeah. I dropped the big 70 bucks. That's that's a lot for, for played again. And that's cool. And I think one of the things yeah. I found is that a lot of what muscle memory I had from, you know, at that time, 30 plus years ago, a lot of it applied. I've, I was thrilled to death. First time out, I went to a public skate, uh, just skates, no pads, no nothing, and managed to skate for 45 minutes without falling down, even managed to spin around backwards and get a couple of <laughs> uh, a couple of strides in backwards. And then I thought, eh, let's not push it mm-hmm. and, and got back. But it, I, that was kind of the big go or no go for me. I didn't fall and bust my ass. Yeah. I thought, okay, maybe I can do this. Yeah, that's the uh, same thing. Uh, Colin, my buddy Colin and my, uh, my friend Brad from back home who moved to Chicago with me, we would always go to Springfield, Illinois. So we lived in Mattoon, same thing. We drove from Mattoon, Illinois to Springfield, Illinois to skate with a junior, uh, junior blues play. Uh, it was just a public skate. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I can do this. I, I, I turned. I did a crossover. <laughs> you know. And then when I picked up my rollerblades, it was, wow, I'm going to take that. And it, Same idea. You kind of just learn as you go. You fall a bunch. Sure. No, no pads on the ice is always a always a blast. Yeah, you, you learn real quick. At least I did anyway. Is after about my uh, second time of public skating with no pads on. Uh-huh. I don't care what anybody thinks I look like. This hurts. That hurts. Yeah, <laughs> jeans are not a good padding. First, first time you crack that elbow on that ice is like, ugh. Yeah, I'll put some pads. On. I don't yeah. care. Snicker all you want. I'm, the, the time I'm 51, I don't care what you little punks think. Of and me. we don't heal as fast. As no. The, as the oh no 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 do. no. And they're out there in stick and puck now with shorts and t-shirts. Yeah. And, we're full, we're full gear. I really don't like. I got to go to work on Monday. Huh? <laughs> exactly, and that's kind of the great thing about playing beer league too. Is everybody you're playing with usually has to be someplace the next morning mm-hmm. at seven or eight a.m. So everybody's pretty cool. All right, well let's jump into it. Let's talk about how to get into adult hockey. Uh, I've kind of sketched out a list here. We'll just kind of go over it. Uh, we will publish this on uh, on the Facebook. Uh, page as well as uh, in the Instagram comments. I'll throw this down in there too. But probably the very first thing you need to do after you made the decision, hey, this looks like something I want to get into, is you need to look for a rink in your area that all offers adult hockey and then multiple different levels. You hear us talk a lot. You're going to hear the terms D-League, C-League, B-League, A-League. Basically, when we're talking about beer leaguers at our level, we're talking about D-League, which is just absolute beginner, everything from maybe somebody that's in their uh, later part of their lives, like like myself in my 50s, that maybe played in high school, maybe a little in college and walked away from the game, or a guy like myself that's you know 51 at the time, never played before. Uh, we played with guys that were pretty decent skaters and literally people that could barely make it from the from the dressing room <laughs> to the to the to the bench uh-huh. Uh-huh. without falling down. Yeah. So there's a great mix all, all between. And a lot of the D-League stuff, is there's a lot of learning involved. Mm-hmm. Typically, most leagues, like the one you and I play in, Dave, uh, will have some type of coaching session before the game. Yeah, usually, what, 30 minutes, 40 yeah. minutes before the games? Um, just to kind of get a gauge, a warm-up for sure. But just Absolutely. little tips and tricks to – to while you're going down there, because there are some folks that have played, you know, that are kicking off the roster. There's also some brand new folks. I think this this round in in Fishers, we've yeah, got. Yeah, we're going to start here in, uh, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple of guys, uh, and even in Carmel too. That I, I can't stop. Uh, this is my first league. Great. That's exactly what these these are designed for. That 30 minute, you know, quick session, kick off some rust for the other guys. 
Absolutely. Work on some skills in a controlled situation with a, with a real hockey coach, which is great. And, and I guess the other thing we should we should drive home too that all these leagues are no contact leagues. I should say no intentional contact. No intentional. There's Lots no checking. Contact. There's no checking. Usually the contact is somebody screaming at the top of the lungs, I can't stop, I Watch can't out. stop. Yeah, you trying to get out of the way. Uh, every once in a while there's a collision. Usually it ends up with uh, both guys going, man, are you okay? I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. you okay? And, and you get kind back laugh up. laugh a little bit. Yeah. And that's the big hesitant whenever I first join and some folks are joining. I'm like, do you, do you check? Do you check? No, we don't no, check. absolutely not. You know, we don't check. And if you do check in a game, you're throwing, you're throwing yeah. in the penalty box or out. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. Take they don't that tolerate kind of, that, no. you know, in the the slap shots as well. You know, most of uh, most of the guys here, uh, snapshot or fling the puck. There are yeah. some, some slappers, but uh, waist and under too. So if anybody's out there thinking like, oh my gosh, these are two things that I'm I'm terrified about. Hey, I can't do either. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and lest anyone say when we typically the rule is on a slap shot. And if you're wondering what a slap shot is, that's the big sweeping, almost looks like a golf swing shot. You'll see a NHL or take, and your puck goes screaming across the mm-hmm. ice or right above the ice at you know 90 plus miles an hour uh in in most d leagues and c leagues even uh the rule is the stick cannot come above the waist even if it does at the skill level we're talking about we're talking about 22 mile per hour yeah if it even <laughs> leaves the, if it leaves the ice you <laughs> if know, it manages or you got to make contact too <laughs> yeah there's the other part you actually have to make contact you have to make contact and rest assured the first time you try that when you're doing a warm-up or you're a stick and puck first time you try to rip one you are going to fall on your face every time uh guilty <laughs> <laughs> that was my first slap shot. Yeah, my, I put more power into the into the ground than I did into the pot. Exactly. So yeah, we're kind of getting off track here. Find that rink. Easiest way to do mm-hmm. it is jump on your phone, jump on Google, Safari, whatever your favorite search engine is, and just uh, enter adult hockey nearby. Yeah, and most of these most of these places do the learn to skate, learn to play, and and somebody in there will have a link into how to get involved in one of these leagues. That's how I did it. I right. Somebody that taught my daughter, Jimmy Mack. Yeah. Actually. Uh, that was the link in to, to these leagues. Yeah, and I'll tell you, all the Learn To programs are absolutely phenomenal. Um, just recently, I started volunteering to work with the uh, Learn to Play Hockey with the, with the kids. I think they're all 12 and under. Uh, yeah. I have an absolute blast, but it's so cool to watch these kids out trying to do something that their friends aren't doing. Mm-hmm. Again, ho- hockey, especially here in Central Indiana. If, you, if you're listening to this and you're up in, you know, you're up in the coal country, you're up in the hockey belt. Uh, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Iowa, Michigan. Everybody plays hockey. Believe me, you go much further south of you guys. Nobody plays hockey other than a small cl- uh, clique of people. So it's a niche these, down there. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it truly is. It's a niche. You see these kids doing something that most of their friends probably aren't doing. It's really cool. And they're not sitting in front of a screen somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. And not to mention, it's kind of nice. I, I feel like I've gotten a lot out of this sport in the short time I've been doing it. It's really cool to give something back. We're talking hockey. Beer league hockey. Back to TJ and Dave. But let's move on, Dave. What, yeah. what do you, what would you, what's next on the list? You found a place to play. Uh, maybe you signed up and you're going to do a learn to skate or you're going to do a learn to hockey, maybe just work on some basic skills. Uh, what's next? Well, we talked about it a, f- a few minutes ago. You're going to fall. So w- w- with that, and you're going to want to play, you're going to need some gear. So, you know, buying the right hockey gear. We've, we've talked about what should I spend, what do I get it, what, what's what. You know, mm-hmm. there, there are plenty of, plenty of companies out there. You don't want to mention a whole lot of names. But, um, you know, finding the right hockey gear. Well, how would you, you find your first kit? Uh, kit, there's okay. another term. Usually a kit is referred to yeah. as everything you need to step onto the ice. You call that your kit. Yeah. How did you get your first kit? I showed up again and played again. Played again played me well, you know, years mm-hmm. ago. And I thought, you know what, I know they have cheap gear. Generally, played again sports and places like that will have a new 
uh, brand new. They have their own line, or it, it's not low end by any means, but it's very affordable. Um, they'll have pads and, and a helmet and gloves, et cetera, and there's, they always have sales. Right. You know, so just cruising in there and just making sure that the thing fits right, the price is right. You don't need to go out and buy all the brand new top-of-the-line stuff. Strongly uh, recommend against not doing that. No, and if you can get used, um, you know, the, the, the things that I bought brand new uh, were skates and a helmet. Helmet because uh, safety reasons. Yeah. You know, helmets do expire. That's it. That's A lot somebody of people falls. don't realize that because you know, they'll somebody will show up with a mini bike or a moped and they'll go uh-huh. grab some helmet that Grandpa had in the barn <laughs> 75 years ago. Yeah, the leather doesn't work anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, helmets do have an expiration date on them. Uh, most organizations here in, in America anyway – uh, operating under the guidelines of the United States Hockey Association, mm-hmm. and they do have a requirement. Um, Motorsports is called a Snell rating, uh, and they have a date. So your helmet must have been manufactured before X number date, and every year, every couple of years, that changes. So, yeah, they're, they're in, let's face it, it's your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a novice player. You're going to fall. You're going to fall a lot, and the last thing you want to do is come away with it with a really serious neck uh-huh. or head injury because you skimped on that. Having said that, you can get a high-quality helmet for well under 100 bucks. Absolutely. All day long. Absolutely. That'll do the job. I mean, you're paying $100, you're getting a pretty darn nice helmet. You don't need to go that high-end right no. away. Um, you know, I feel like the rest of it, your pads, you could probably pick up used. Uh, your knee, your shin, your chest, everything else, your pants. I would fully recommend getting all of that um, either on sale or cheaper at, at one of these places great place i and, and i in fact i've i'm on my second kit now i bought one and i just it would see a good deal i used facebook marketplace oh yeah uh you will find a lot of people that are doing exactly opposite of what we said they go out mm-hmm. and they will buy uh some level two have level one level one is professional grade yeah. gear level two like the collegiate and level three kind of is, is the recreational mm-hmm. player like we play so level three gear, plenty, and you'll find people that maybe went out and overspent a little bit. And they tried hockey and they don't like it, uh-huh. and they just want to get rid of their stuff. Yep. So you can find some of that. So you'll yeah, you'll find a bag, your pants, cheap. your your uh, hockey socks, and, and we'll get into specifically what all these things are. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we will leave a list of what every you know. We'll put a list in here with the uh, descriptions podcast, also on the Instagram page, of what all you need. Mm-hmm. But all this can be purchased. And what's great is if you go into Play It Again or if you go into Dick Sporting Goods where they sell a lot of this stuff, uh, there'll be somebody there that will help you. Yeah, they can get walk you, you through. Yeah, it. they can yeah. walk you through, so you're not showing up without anything. There's nothing worse than you know it's all psyched up, and maybe you're gonna go do a stick and puck, and you get all dressed, and you find out you're missing something, and, and then go. something doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's nothing worse than that. The other thing I think I was gonna say that that I spent, I bought mm-hmm. brand new were my gloves. Right. Um. You know they tend to get pretty disgusting. <laughs> um. You know high level sweat areas, high level usage areas. Yeah. You're not gonna get a whole lot of life out of something that's absolutely used, but you can. You you can get a, a forty dollar pair of gloves. You know, you can find a brand new forty dollars pair of gloves. So those are the two things that I went. Exactly, I no. went new. And again, I always go with spend a little bit of money first, find out if you like it. Then, if you want to commit to, you know, buying nicer, newer stuff, go for it. And then you've always got some backups, or you've always eventually, like, you end up like I did. I just started replacing what I bought with something a little better, yeah, or a little nicer, maybe a little newer, still used. But then eventually, I had a whole second kit, and my youngest son, who's who's thirty one years old. Uh, kind of acted like he wanted to start. He mm-hmm. said, hey, I, I think I'd like to try a stick and puck. It was great because I had, I said, cool. I had a whole kit yeah, ready to go, put it on. And, and he, Yeah, if you got a friend that wants to play yeah, or wants to come try it, you know, you can help somebody yeah, out. you've introduced somebody else into the sport now, you know, and so, then you're helping them out. Exactly. So uh, just in your experience, Dave, what would you say a, a person can, ex- can a, uh, expect to spend on that first kit, use stick, helmet, all, everything they need, 
what would you say? And you certainly don't do this all at once. I think it took me two weeks to accumulate all this. But I, what do yeah, you spend? You I'll tell you what I spent. together. I think uh, I think I forty dollars on the shin pads, thirty dollars on the on the elbow pads, mm-hmm. forty dollars on the chest, um, thirty dollar gloves, and then uh, my skates I, I had used. I think they were right. forty dollars for the, the the ones I talked about earlier. Right. And then pants, I think I spent forty dollars. You know, so all in, 120 to 160 bucks for everything. I mean, that's all entry right. level, but you can find some really sure. nice stuff. And, and by the time you find a stick, again, I would say, I, again, I like the use stick thing because I can tell you right now, uh, as a novice, your game will not warrant spending any more than Absolutely 60 or not. 70 no. bucks on a stick. No, you go to plate again, 30, 50. I mean, you sideline swap is another one, eBay market or Facebook Marketplace. Uh, and that's the thing with the stick, too, is the sticks are extremely unique. Yeah. Um, there's different levels of sticks. There's different curves of the blade, different stiffness uh, of the stick. So when you hit the puck, you know you get a little bit of a bend right. versus no bend. And as a novice player, that needs to be the last thing you're worried about. Yeah, you exactly. You need something that will help you learn how to touch the puck, learn Cruise how to pass. In, pick one up. Yeah, learn yeah. how to shoot. And then yep. what you'll find is as your skills get better, you will start to figure out quickly as to whether the stick you have is doing the job. And the other thing, too, is that is now a great opportunity to meet other people. Hey, you look like you've been doing this a while. Well, can you tell me about the stick? I'm brand new. Yeah, and the thing uh, that's is, how you and I met. Yeah, we bought. We can borrow each other's yeah. gear. Hey, check this out. Check this stick out. Or you have this helmet, or I have this glove, etc. You can kind of find your way on that way as well. I mean, that's how I found my cup. Yeah, <laughs> we borrow them. Yeah, <laughs> just swap them the, around right there the on the bench. That's the other thing we were going to mention. <laughs> on the All right, maybe on the kidding community. about that, perhaps. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great thing too. In the hockey community, it's great, man. Everybody's hey, try. So somebody's checking out your stick. They'll go here, take it for a shift, see what you think. Sure. Yeah, and you can find exactly what you're looking for. Um, you know, you're going to spend your, your small amount of money up front. Uh, but, yeah, just like that, you just uh, you find your flavor. All right, so I, I, to wrap that up, easily, easily under 300 I'd say if you budget between two and $300, you should be able to get everything you need to step onto the ice for the first time yeah. uh, and be safely and properly equipped to, uh, to start learning stick and puck or whatever it is you're going to do. And the thing with the gear, it's going to last a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's going to last a long time. So, the, Assuming you didn't buy something that was already falling apart. Yeah. It, it should last you for, you know, you should be able to get your first full season at least. Absolutely, if not if not longer. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a typical session will last anywhere from 12 to 18 weeks, depending on where you're playing mm-hmm. and how they structure things. So, it, it, again, as you can see, much less expensive than golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot easier to find, I feel. You're listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League on the Bench podcast with TJ and Dave. Now somebody get me a beer. All right, now the next thing that pops up is, all right, I've got all my gear. I know nothing about hockey. I can barely understand it when I watch TV. How do you learn to skate? How do you learn to play? Those are two very, very specific questions. However, you know, the same, same way as find the rink. You find the rink. It's going to probably have some sort of uh, attachment to it on your your learn to skate. I suggest learn to skate first and then learn to play. You know, in the interim, I think, mm-hmm. like, stick and pucks might work. Because while you're learning to skate, you can kind of do the things that you, you've been taught in your class um, or your session right. and, and apply it uh, apply it to the open ice. Maybe later grab a stick, but sure. those it, are the things I would suggest. It, without a doubt, if you're going through a learn to skate program, if you – what – there is this – Jurassic looking bug that's now just hovering over our little broadcast area here. I don't know what that is, but I'd rather stay away. But as I was saying, uh, if you're if you're doing a learn to skate program and you're not practicing what you're learning, you're just going every week, it's gonna be much more difficult to retain that that skill and get better 
if you're only practicing for that 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, you got to get out there and practice. And somebody once said it was it's like math. If you're just you're going to forget it. Right. You're using muscles that you probably haven't used before uh, repetitively, and they're going to be sore. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just using the repetitive motion, you get out there, you got to practice. You got to absolutely practice. And, and to say that certainly doesn't imply that means you need to pad up and go practice no. playing hockey. Public skates are the best place to learn to mm-hmm. to learn on things because you got everybody out there doing the same thing, and there's no pucks being flung around that you have to dodge, which is stick and puck. When you get to that point, you're comfortable with it. That is one thing. If there is a large turnout for that particular stick and puck and stick and puck for those, uh, brand new to everything. And we probably should have said this earlier is nothing more than like open gym for basketball. It's like a, yeah. It's, like they, it's just, yeah, it's like they just, like you got to have helmet. You have to have skates. You have to have gloves. Minimum. Most people I know go full gear. Uh-huh. Uh, you take a couple anywhere from three to four to 20 pucks, depending on what you're wanting to do. Uh, no goalies open net and you just go out there and you work on different skills. You might mm-hmm. be working working on your skating, stick handling, or whatever. But when we say stick and puck, that's what we're referring to. At an open skate, public skate, you can't go out there with a hockey stick and a puck. No, yeah. It's just, little, you, just like you see on TV. Uh, you go around in circles, mm-hmm. around in circles. And that, to me, public skate is a, is a perfect place. It's an absolutely perfect place to practice what it is that you're doing. I think we, we mentioned Jimmy Mack earlier. He's a teacher. He plays hockey. He goes out there. Uh, I, that's, a, that's where I met him, actually, mm-hmm. at, at one of those. But goes out there and just practices. You have Generally, you have open ice, especially if you do it at the time that we do it, because we, we'll do it during the day. Right. Open ice. You can fall, get up. I mean, if it, that's a thing, you, you, you don't have to be super embarrassed because everybody falls. There's families out there right. with buckets. You know, it's a great place to start practicing this kind yeah. of thing. And it's, with, without a doubt, uh, best bang for your buck, anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and almost all skating rinks, have, they have sessions throughout the, throughout the, uh, the, the week. And as well as weekends. Saturday night, uh, just like for, for those of you who grew up around the roller rink, uh, ice rink is no different. Cosmic yep. skate, music playing, people That's are the just having a good oh, it's, it's a crowded, good time. you yeah. can fall, no one's going to look no. at you, it's, gonna, it's dark. Plus, you're listening to your favorite music. And rest assured, <laughs> if, you're a D, if you're a beer league hockey player in your age, nobody there cares that you're there or not. Nobody cares. <laughs> you, you are not on anybody's radar. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're not being judged. But yeah, those are great places as far as learning to skate. Um, and we, I was going to mention earlier that the stick and pucks, pretty inexpensive. What nine bucks to twelve bucks, depending on depending public on skate go, versus sure. yeah versus the the stick and puck. Um, sometimes you can spend money if you go two three times a week like we do. But exactly. we call it hockey practice. It is. Yeah, yeah, we, call we, it hockey we, we call it hockey practice. It, one of the things that, that I found out, my my uh, my wife is a uh, is working on becoming a professional uh, bodybuilder. So fitness is something that's mm-hmm. been around our house for the last fifteen years. Uh, having said that. My big problem getting motivated to go lift and work out and train and cardio, all that, is why. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it again, uh, it's for a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. But why today? Why am I going today when I just don't feel like it? On the other hand, uh, going to skate. Let's go. Call yeah. me anytime. Monday yep. through, I'll, I'll go five days a week if the opportunity uh-huh. presents itself. It's fun. You're getting the absolute most amazing cardio workout of your life. I say this, I say ice skating in general, let alone playing hockey, just ice skating is probably only second and maybe not even second. It might be tied with swimming. Sure. For the, You're using every muscle in your mm-hmm. body just to stay upright. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that scaring bay way singing is difficult. I'm just bringing out the fact that you're, you're using your legs to, and your core to stabilize your legs, to stabilize your upper body, and that's just skating around while uh, uh, Drake is playing in the background yeah. while you're doing well, circles the and the and disco lights are on. 
let alone put a stick into it, putting on putting a little energy into getting from point A to point B. It is a great workout. Oh my I gosh. Mean, it's a, even public skate's a great workout when you start adding in the hockey and the, yeah. the stick and the puck, et cetera. But excellent workout, excellent cardio. Oh, my gosh. I'll give you a perfect example. There is a great app that if you're going to get into this uh, – with uh, any amount of seriousness like like Dave and I have, uh, there's it's called Hockey Tracker app. It it's a works. Great app. Oh Absolutely my gosh, it works app. with your your Apple Watch, and it tracks everything from uh, what your heart rate is. Uh, it's got software that tells it when you're sitting on the bench, you know, when you're in between shifts in a game or in a practice, or you're stopping to take a break. Tracks how far you've skated. Is your speed? Your yeah. speed, your VO2 max, your your efficiency, all these different stats. I can tell you, we we played a uh, we played a drop-in game, which is hockey talk for a pickup game. Uh, there was no league play, so they just had a drop-in game this last Sunday, and we ended up playing three on three, <laughs> which ice. is full ice, full three, ice. On three, three on three, which is usually ice. there's usually five players and a goalie. We had two goalies and three players. And it was just up and down and uh-huh. up and down. And, and over that, I forgot to turn the, the, the app on for the first period. And we were playing 25-minute periods. So in the 50 minutes this thing was running, my average average heart rate was 166. We were going. Peaked at 180. And I've been in game situations where, where we're playing a little harder. This one, I at least went into it. I'm pacing myself. We're going to be here a while. Uh, in a game, I had a heart rate of 190. Yeah, three on three full ice. Oh my gosh! It three was a- on three full ice. One bad pass, and you're you're on a breakaway. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you're on a breakaway. Yeah, it it was great. I mean, the the, the cardio was there. It's amazing. The workout was there. It was a lot of fun. But too. let me tell you this: back in February when I started, there's no way I could have done that. Absolutely not. But here's what's same, great. Same with yeah. me. Absolutely not. And here's what's great about hockey: your average shift time on the ice. 90 seconds to two minutes. If you're out there two minutes, it, you're a little, been out there a little too long. And then you're probably gassed anyway. That's, yeah. that's the thing I like about the hockey tracker app is that if you're wearing the, you know, when you're wearing the watch, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll buzz at you. I set yeah. my, I you set can my set it two up. minutes. That's a great idea. Because sometimes I'll be yet. out there for longer, but I'll certainly be out there for shorter. But you get trapped. You get out there. You, you're in the moment. It'll buzz and ding at you. Like, get off. Right. you got to save yourself. you got three periods. you got to save yourself for later. That's a, that's a question I get asked all the time by people who don't know anything about hockey. Hey, how do you know when to change shifts? Mm-hmm. I said about the time you can't move your legs anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you can't catch your breath, uh-huh. which if you're playing hard, like, like most, and again, just just skating up and down seconds. the ice is playing hard. You're, 90 seconds to two minutes is, is, two minutes is a long shift. That's an eternity. Yeah, there's, there's, there are very few people you have to worry about. If you see somebody doesn't skate very hard, they're the ones that tend to skate. Mm-hmm. Their shifts tend to be too long. Yeah, for and, sure. And we, you'll get barked at on the bench. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By me, Jerry, certainly. Jerry, get off the ice. <laughs> TJ, get off the ice. You know, Dave. <laughs> but it, it's really – and the fact that you're having fun while you're doing it, the cardio just kind of happens. Yeah. Uh, probably the first thing I noticed, and I think the first thing I ever asked you is I said, hey, how long do you have to do this before your back, your lower back stops hurting? Yeah. Well, you're bent over, and, and you know, think of it – if you played baseball, think of you know you're you're an infielder waiting on the pitch to be delivered. You kind of bent over. You got your hands down around your knees. Uh, most of us don't ever do that, mm-hmm. especially as we get older in life and we're less active. Your lower back is probably the first thing that lets you know, hey man, you're a little out of shape. Yeah, it it will it will it let will. you know. It it doesn't take long. I I think I figured it out two weeks, two and a half weeks before you don't notice it anymore because it mm-hmm. quits hurting because your core is getting in you're shape. You're used to it. Yeah, oh, you're, yeah. You're, you're using a lot more. Same with me. I've got a terrible back. And and it's funny because when I play hockey, if I don't play hockey, that's when it starts right. to become kind of an issue. But when right. I'm back out there, but yeah, you're crouched, you're bending over, you're moving around, you know, your sudden stops, your sudden goes, etc. And again, these are all skills. If you're listening to this going, oh my God, I can't do any of that. I couldn't do it either. Uh, yeah. We still practice. Still, oh, all the time. We still practice. All the time. You know, we, we talked about uh, the uh, you know learn to skate, learn to play. Uh, one of the routes that I went, 
and I got hurt last year, and we'll talk about that on another show. But I got hurt uh, in March. So I played from February to March, and I got hurt and had to take a little time off. I had started working with a skating coach and had just started to work with a, with a player coach. I had a couple specific things I wanted to get better at. Uh, the great thing with working with a skating coach, I think I was paying $30, I think, 25 or $30 for a half-hour okay. session. I'd buy them in groups of five. J.J. Beck, she's fantastic. That's uh, Ryan Beck's yeah, sister, yeah, yeah. Coach Ryan. And it was great because sometimes she couldn't make it, so I'd get to skate with Ryan. So Which I got awesome. a, yeah, a yeah. hockey guy that runs all the youth He's hockey around runs here. everything. It's yeah. great. But it's kind of great because in your brain you can flip on YouTube. Coach Jeremy, How To Hockey, great place to go. That's that's probably my go-to for that, learning that stuff. That was a big part for me as well. And he step-by-step, step, yep. he, he doesn't talk to you like you're extremely high level. Yep. He breaks it down for you, makes it easy. And so you have all this information. Now you're going out and trying to do it, and you can't. This is where you need another set of eyes to go, okay, here's what you think you're doing, but uh -huh. here's what you're actually doing. Oh, okay, so I need to move this leg here and shift my weight there. Yeah, that's what you need. Great. And you got somebody that can do it and break it down with you. Realize not everybody yeah. can do that or may not have the time for it. Uh, if you do, I highly recommend it, even if it's for a short period of time, even if you only have five or six lessons, just somebody to help you through the basics, teach you some drills and some things you can work on. I did the same thing with, uh, with skating. I, my, my shot, I could not lift the puck off the ice to save my life. Yeah. Which, uh, if you've seen hockey, uh, hitting the puck on the ice is great until the goalie's down on his knees with those big giant pads covering the need whole to, net. Yeah, you need a lift. And you that, need and to was, be able to lift the, the puck same up. Way. Same way. I couldn't. I, I, you know, I'm working with some of these guys. Uh, I had a, a four session with one of the guys that plays here in the Fuel. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing. Very Indy basic. Fuel is the local. Uh, Indy Fuel is our local ECHL team, which is affiliates of the, uh, the Ice Hogs in Rockford, which is affiliates of the Chicago Blackhawks. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean. True guys, true hockey guys that are they're like hey, lifers, man. They're lifers. Yeah, we're going to teach you how to do this stuff. So, you know, it was a four session. Same, same. It was like same with uh, Ryan back. You know, mm -hmm. he's going to teach you the minor things to get you kind of where you need to go. Yeah, and again, this is something that you don't have to do. Uh, my goal is anything I do, I, I like to be proficient at it. I don't yeah. expect to play as well as you know somebody that's been playing since they were nine years old or whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I was maximizing what talent, little talent I had. I was getting the most out of it. And it was great. It was a great learning experience, and uh, it certainly helped, and it kind of gives you a, a building block. But that, again, you can pick a lot of this up. It just the, the learn-to-play hockey sessions, which they have for both adults and kids. Yeah, and they're great resources, especially because a lot of these guys that, that teach these classes play as well. Right. So when you're playing in some of these leagues or, or if you're in some of these drop-ins or stick-and-pucks, et cetera, those guys are there. You know, those guys are there. They're going to help teach you as well. Mm -hmm. They're going to continue to make you better. Uh, yeah. So again, all these, uh, all this stuff we're referencing, Coach Jeremy. Uh, we'll put a link to his YouTube channel. Uh, again, there, that right there is probably enough to keep you busy for the next year, yeah, watching and, and learning to perfect some of that stuff, uh, and learn to skate. All this stuff you can do a simple Google search in your area. Uh, and again, you don't know where to find equipment. Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace are great resources. Uh, any uh, uh, hockey or any sporting goods resale, we talk about play it again. They may not have those in your neck of the woods. Yeah, All can be found on a Google search, and when you call the rink, a lot of those places can also point you out in directions That's what of, I was about ready to say. Show up at a rink. Yeah. Just show up at a rink. You can find a lot of these resources there. You start talking to some of the folks. Look at some of their menu, menu boards to find out, hey, when's, when's D-League? Or when is drop-in? Or when is a when is a stick-and-pop? Because the folks that show up there are excellent resources. That's what I did. I, yeah. I, I saw a D-League game get ready to start. I thought, I'm going to stick around for a little bit and talk to some of these guys. I talked to one of the – he was one of the referees. Right. Kind of – same thing here. Help me. Well, if you go to this place or if you want to sign in or, hey, take a look at this stick and puck, et cetera. Hockey people has been my experience. 
All you have to do is ask one question, and they'll talk your ear off about their gear, how they started. Pl I mean, look at us. We've been going yeah. out here for almost 35 minutes. And we could go more. <laughs> yeah, they really. I want to keep talking. Repeat ourselves 10 or 15 times, but that's exactly it. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I've hit my list of stuff, and I think we've probably uh, given people plenty sure. uh, to kind of sit and digest. Just to give you some idea of, of what we're going to be doing here in the future, uh, we are going to be reviewing some equipment, which is going to be neat. There's a great company out there uh, called Arsenal Hockey that is manufacturing brand-new sticks designed with price points and uh, usability for the beer league guys, just like you and me. Yeah, so. I was on their site uh, last night. They they have some pretty cool stuff. They've got great sticks. They've got even the graphics. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I a like former the art director. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> I'm looking at all this kind of stuff. Well, I'm putting an order in. I, they're not going to send us sticks. We're I'm, we're going to buy them. So you're going to get an honest opinion of, mm -hmm. of how these things work. So we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing that. Uh, we also uh, Dave has organized a traveling tournament team. Yeah, if you play D league developmental league hockey. Mm -hmm. Can't hardly skate hockey. Has tournaments you, you can play. Still have in. a tournament to play. So <laughs> it is so much fun. So yeah. we're going to be talking about that. We're, uh, we kind of adopted the uh, the team from the uh, the movie Goon. I'm wearing the t-shirt now. The, so if anybody's <laughs> seen the movie Goon, we've totally ripped off their logo. Completely. We tell people the other. We tell the people that it's a movie based on our team. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and again, that's my favorite thing about hockey is the jerseys. So you get to collect jerseys and, mm -hmm. and paraphernalia and swag, but <laughs> we'll be talking about that. We're also going to be bringing in some of our friends that I think are great personalities and also great ambassadors of the, the sport of D-League hockey. Bobby Miller is the first one that Bob I, I want to get in here. Great guy, great coach. Just great, saw him last night. Good teams. dude, man. He's just one of those guys you get to talk to him, you feel good. Yeah, he's just a good damn dude. Just, just a good quality guy. Dude. All right, let's wrap up with this, Dave, our, our first here podcast. What are the, two or three things that just come to mind that make that are fun about playing D League hockey? Well, I already said the jerseys, yeah. But I, I, my favorite thing is is no matter if you have a good game or a bad game, everybody kind of fits in. It doesn't matter, um, you know. The, the after the after game beers, just just the socialization of. That's all it is. It, it just that's why I play just to hang out with the guys and oh yeah we play hockey too. <laughs> the, the camaraderie and it's kind of cool. This is one of the few sports I know that actually encourages loitering in the parking lot after. Absolutely. The game. <laughs> Even when the police come through at when twelve thirty. Hey guys, who wants to play? How you guys play? doing? Yeah, I'll see you guys later. But no, that's just it. I think just the, the social aspect. Obviously the workout and you know the skills, but man, just just hanging out, just hanging out, just hanging uh, hanging out it. with the guys and gals. Yeah, ladies play this yep. game too. Ladies We're going to be bringing a lot of them on to talk to uh -huh. you about this. So. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure you give us a thumbs up, and if you give us a good review, would appreciate it. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. If you didn't, appreciate if you just keep that to yourself. Yeah, see you guys on the next period. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.